Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Bucks game is over. And now, it's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch schmidt on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Ah, the Bucks put us out of our misery. Well, for the next couple of hours. Welcome in, Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out. If you are a part of that Massive crowd coming out of Pfizer Forum. Want to hear from you at 414-799-1250. That is 799-1250. Bucks beat the Bulls and dismantle them for the last time here in 2019. 2020 now as we look into the championship season for your Milwaukee Bucks. 39-6. and Giannis with his fourth triple-double of the season. Could have had a quadruple-double if uh, he would have only turned the basketball over twice more that is a feat rarely rarely achieved in professional basketball but uh it was almost seen tonight at Pfizer Forum guy is just unreal the playmaking ability that he has despite the the opponent despite the situation he is always believing that he is going to make a play and there was none better than the one he made to Dante DiVincenzo to get his final assist of the night that would cap off for Giannis, a 28-14 and 10 night for the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Back-to-back possessions setting up with the little turnaround eight-footer that he hit at Madison Square Garden right for the winner. Goes down, hits it right in the face of a Chicago Bulls defender the first time. Next possession down. Like absolute clockwork, lines up, gets the same opponent, takes the one step back, deep dribble, Leans up for the fadeaway jumper and at the last possible second gets the back cutting Dante DiVincenzo for just an absolute capper and a finisher. That made it a 16 point lead. Bulls would get a and one late to uh, cut it to 111 98. Just a 13 point win for those wondering if the 15 and a half was achieved. No, it was not. But the Milwaukee Bucks get the win. More importantly, 39 and six. Now the Milwaukee Bucks are here in 2019 2020. Wisconsin sports fans, I'm talking to everybody in the group now, right? Because unlike in other cities, unlike other ones that we know all too well, right? Chicago's, maybe Detroit, maybe it's New York, big cities, right? Big cities a lot of times have multiple fan bases. And whether it's the Minnesota Vikings, whether it's here in Wisconsin, hell, there's a lot in Wisconsin where somebody's a Packers fan and, you know, maybe not as much of a Bucks fan. There's a lot of people that are hardcore Bucks fans. And they might not care that much about the Brewers. Maybe it's maybe it's the Bucks over over the Badgers. Whatever it might be, however, whatever floats your boat, whatever different strokes for different folks. I get that part of it. But 
just in the core of Wisconsin sports fans, I'm going to go off a little bit of the heels of yesterday, right? Because I'm still I'm still hurting, but I'm really glad that I get to talk Bucks basketball with everybody for the next you know couple hours here on the fan, and, and you can join it at four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. That now it, it shifts. Now the focus will go back, rightfully so, to the team that dominated the headlines of this city and dominated professional basketball for the better part of the last two years. Is this Bucks team ready to put Wisconsin sports fans out of their misery? Is this team ready to do something that this city has been waiting for for now over 50 years? Is this team the group that is able to finally throw a parade, a championship parade, for the city of Milwaukee in the state of Wisconsin. 414-799-1250. They are an absolute freight train. Go and look at it again tonight. Giannis turned the ball over eight times, and they won by 13. Now, the Chicago Bulls, the Miami Heat? No. Are they the Los Angeles Clippers? Mm-mm. They have the same talent level as maybe the you know, Saturday night's opponents, the Brooklyn Nets, who... Right now, line up 1v8 would play the Bucs in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. They dismantle those guys too. Is this the group? Is this the team? Is this the year? Is this the time that Wisconsin sports fans that have been waiting for this title to come, is this the team that you believe is going to be able to end the misery? The Deer District was electric last year in the Eastern Conference Final. It only changes and only magnifies when you get to the one that you play for the Larry O'Brien. When you have the opportunity to bring home that title and they put the little logo of the trophy on the jersey, that's when you know it's real. When the logo and and the finals and the font, the typed out, script-looking, cursive writing font, finals is this the group that finally gets over the hump i don't have to run through the the falters in wisconsin sports in the last couple of years i'm not gonna bring back and and rip open the scabs of the 2018 nl championship series in game seven i'm not gonna get over and, and go in painstaking excruciating detail of what happened in late may in toronto in game six But what I do want to know is what you've seen out of this team, and you can be honest as well. Billy, I really have not paid that much attention to the Milwaukee Bucks. Don't worry. Nobody is going to be frustrated with people jumping on this bandwagon. Nobody should be frustrated with people jumping aboard late. Man, they're already over halfway through the season. I didn't realize that. There's plenty of time for that. There's plenty of room for you. The Deer District's huge. But do you truly believe that this is going to be the group that finally puts a title in the city of Milwaukee? Or if not, why not? If you don't believe that this group can, why not? Because 
you're seeing a lot of what you needed last year in Giannis being able to develop, right, the outside jump shot. Giannis being able to be a little bit more of a playmaker when the double and triple teams come. Chris Middleton being more efficient, being worth the money. You've taken steps forward, and even Eric Bledsoe is playing better. And as somebody that usually gets on Eric Bledsoe, I got to give him his props as well. If you don't believe that this is the group that does it, why? Because it sure feels right now like they are a runaway freight train that somebody is going to have to throw some spikes in the middle of the tracks or bust the track off for this thing to get derailed before it gets to the NBA Finals. You've had the difficulties of not being able to get back in pro football. You've had the inability to get back with a couple of different cracks at it in baseball. Bucks haven't been back since 74, but only two times did they play for the right to go in the last two decades. Is this the group that finally breaks the seal and gets a title back in the city of Milwaukee? 414-799-1250. If you're leaving Pfizer Forum tonight, want to hear from you as well. It's always a good crowd, but it felt like a really energized group there tonight from what I was able to get get into and and guys i'm not gonna be be totally uh, very transparent with you i was doing the wendy's big show here during the game so i watched as they went on the 21 to 5 run but i didn't get to hear it but seeing fans on the tv broadcast you could see people ready to go from the jump is this the group that finally does it let's go out to artie he's been calling the station a long time from cut a artie you're on the wendy on the 105.7 fm the fan Pick and save probes post game show. What's going on, dude? Good evening, sir. Um, two different things I want to touch on. Like, I've been watching like the Bucks like pretty religiously for the last like five six years, you know, and and being a big fan of Giannis. Like, one thing I gotta say to you is like, if there's people that live in this state and aren't like all vested in the Bucks, like we still don't get what we got. Like, Rogers is great. Yelich is great. But Giannis is like an icon. Like it's entirely different. Sure. You know? And I just don't get like there. He is. I'm 35. He. I used to love Barry Sanders. Like he's my favorite athlete. Like Giannis is on an entirely different scope of athlete. Like and character. And like if you're not embracing every moment we have with him right now, then like you're missing out. And like I'm happy that he's leading the team. And I do believe we'll make the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know if Giannis is quite at the point where he can get us to the finals yet. Like, I, I'm not totally sold on parts of our roster. This is the best I've ever seen Milton. Mm-hmm. Actually, your thoughts on that, but he looks great. Yeah. Bledsoe looks a little more controlled. You know, there's a lot of great things. One of my big concerns, and I want to ask you, then I'll hang up and listen, was like, I'm wondering what the futures of Wilson and Brown are. Like, Brown is one of the best perimeter defenders, like, has a high rating in the NBA. Like, is that a trade piece? Is Wilson, like, are we going to try to make a move with those two? Like, is Bender playing because we're expecting something from him in sure. the playoffs? Like, I want to know what your thoughts are on, like, that move of those three, Wilson, Brown, and Bender. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Artie. No doubt about it. 799-1250 opens up a spot for you. Jogging Bender, when the deal was first made, I thought it was just an incredibly fascinating developmental piece. 
Here's a dude that four years ago was the fourth overall pick in the draft and came over from overseas, obviously, and 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 still developing into the American game. While it is still basketball and they still play with a 29.5-ounce ball and they're still trying to shoot it into the orange cylinder, it's a different ball game that they're playing overseas than they do here in America. I thought it fit his game really, really well. For DJ Wilson, last year, final parts of the year, you're thinking, man, this dude can actually play. He's able to shoot from a little bit outside. He beefed up truly has an NBA body. I think they lean with those guys closer to trade pieces, but I've said it for a long time that I don't expect this team to be overly invested in the trade market here before the deadline comes February 6th. I think where you're going and where you're leaning at this point with this group, you're hoping that you can add to this team without subtracting from the organization without having to subtract the draft capital that you were able to get from Indiana when you had to move away from Malcolm Brogdon. You got a first round pick out of that. You were able to recoup a little bit. I don't think they're all that excited about moving on from that piece. Now Sterling Brown and DJ Wilson, I don't think they're that keen on making sure they have to lock those guys in if a deal becomes available I think they can be a piece that gets moved I think DJ Wilson probably a little bit more attractive to other suitors but honestly and to be completely frank with you the only deals that are really attractive for them is the first round pick the only assets that the Bucks have that are attracted to other teams sorry I'm worded that poorly is the first-round pick that you got from Indiana and Ersan Ilyasova on an expiring contract of $10 bucks, and he ain't going anywhere. So it could be a Wilson or a Brown, but I really think Budenholzer wants to give Sterling Brown another chance, and I'm, I'll ask Matt Velasquez about it when he joins us a little bit later on. But it appeared to me that Sterling Brown – made an impression on Mike Budenholzer when he said get into the game and he hadn't been in the rotation for 10 straight nights goes in and gets his first career double-double I think that part of his game and that part of what he brings to the squad the whenever you need me I'll be here for you but you don't have to worry about burning me seemingly every night I think that part intrigues bud and I think he wants to keep a little bit more of that going 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Northside is Marcus. Marcus is up on the fan. What's going on, dude? Hey, love your show. I'm a long-time listener from the north side of Milwaukee. All I'm saying is this. The Bucks, long-time Bucks fan, lived here all my life. I'm 51. What I'm saying is this. The regular season does not impress me more with the Bucks. They showed me a, a lot of things last year. They did. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm done with the regular season stuff. They can go 70 or whatever. I can care less at this point. I, I win streaks. I let me see something now. Year two, it's either get there or I could care less. Right now, sure. Yeah, I, I, I could care. Even if they got in as a as, as a as, as a wild playoff, it doesn't matter. The main thing is that what is your energy level when you go into the tournament? Now, as far as Tony Brown is concerned, I'm fifty fifty on keeping him. 
but you need one more complement, complementary person for Giannis. We have to break the bank this year, not next year. I don't care what salary caps, what they have to do. Give me your opinion on that. You need to break the bank if there's somebody's available to compliment Giannis. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, Marcus, and I appreciate you hanging out and listening to us as, as often as you do. There's, I'm going to address that on the other side because there's one name that Frank, that is attractive to me, but breaking a certain amount, and there's a cluster of fans that hate when I bring this up as well. There is a chemistry factor to it, but there's a defensive side of the question, and that's the part that concerns me maybe a little bit more than the chemistry side. I think you can man- you can mend a broken fence with chemistry, right? Like, like if you take somebody away from the team that everybody loves, and, man, he was so cool, he was one of our best friends, but you keep winning games? Okay, we can move on from that. When you start losing, then you start missing the greener grass that you left thinking that it was going to be better on the other side. I got a name on the other side that I think makes you marketably better, but I don't know keeps you at the top and the pinnacle of what you need to do defensively to be able to win an NBA championship. Do you believe, Milwaukee and Wisconsin sports fans, that this Bucks team, this 39-6 and six group, the one that just won another seven in a row today and are about to fly out to Perry to make it eight straight against the Charlotte Hornets. Do you believe this is the one that finally breaks the seal? Do you believe that this is the group that finally is able to deliver a title to Milwaukee? Do you believe that this is the group that puts you out of your misery? Because yesterday was miserable. 2018 in the NLCS, miserable. Fred Van Vliet, we all still have nightmares of him knocking down those threes. Is this the group that finally puts us out of our misery as Wisconsin sports fans? 414-799-1250. And are able to deliver the title. Everybody that's, that's mentioned so far, I think we can get there. Cool. Let's get there. But do you believe they can finish it? Because once you finish it, that is when you get the parade. Although, I shouldn't speak too loud because from what everybody's told me about 1982, they threw a parade for the team that lost. But, hey, either way. Guys, make window replacement a part of your 2020 vision today in as little as just one day. Your home can become more energy efficient than it's ever been before, and it can save you money, and that is so... Oh, desperately needed right about now. I need to save some. I need to get some money because uh, this 15 and a half really hurt tonight. Guys, they don't just install at Pella Windows and Doors. They do it all. They simplify your life by measuring, manufacturing, installing, servicing, and then backing the windows they put into your home with a limited lifetime warranty. And also, you got a chance to get better than bank financing at Pella Windows and Doors. It's a one-stop shop, one source for everything. They got nine different styles of Pella Windows to fit your particular taste, whether it's vinyl, that's going to look better, fiberglass option, or you got these beautiful hardwood floors, you want some wood, some luxurious wood windows to go with it and complement it, you can go check it out right now today at the brand-new Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Experience Center. And they're not just going to bring up some little swatches over to your house. You get a chance to see what these windows look like in person what these patio doors look like in person. 
what the act, what the roll screen option that I keep talking about is the 2019 most innovative window award winner. What that means when it when we say it practically disappears out of you, you get to see that firsthand. Or you can just call them and schedule a free in-home consultation, and you'd rather them come out to you. Bellawi.com today is how you schedule that. But here's the here is what you need to make. This is why this is in bold print. Replace now and save with your choice of 10-year, 2.99% APR financing or no interest financing for 18 months on approved credit with qualifying installations. That's Pella Windows and Doors. They're trying to save you money and make your home more energy efficient and get you a part of a brand new craze that's sweeping the nation, and that's window replacement, a part of a 2020 vision. Check them out today at PelletWI.com. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. This is the Pick and Save Pro Who's Post Game Show. More of your reaction after the Bucks beat the Bulls. We knew that was going to happen. But can this team put you out of your sports misery and deliver the title and the parade we've all been waiting for? More next on The Fan. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. set this one up usually i just play the highlight coming back i'm bill schmidt appreciate you hanging out pick and save pro hoops post game show i gotta set this up quickly first okay so Giannis in the fourth quarter as the bucks are just putting this bad boy on ice right you know when a game's over when you're able to melt down the clock and honestly you know the game's over when the bucks are setting up plays inside the three-point arc so it's a 11 point game at this point Three minutes left, give or take. Giannis goes down to the paint. He's got 26 points, 14 boards, and nine assists. First possession. He gets to go up against, well, I mean, this is kind of child's play at some point once you're lining it up seemingly every single time as the guy walks down the floor and you're just waiting, praying. Just come on, man, switch this matchup. Don't don't make him keep doing this. Don't make him keep doing this. Don't make him keep doing this and playing against Thomas Sadaransky and Giannis just does this. Was his real try to shoot within eight seconds? There it is, man. All right, so that was one possession. Then the next time back, just a quick little fadeaway that Giannis is able to do. You know that move. You know the one that knocked down and finished the game at the Garden. So let's do the exact same thing. Instead, this time, let's make it a triple-double and uh, add it to Dante over here. Giannis, 28, 14, and 9. Yeah, he's feeling good down there, too. Just keep, just keep working on that. Giannis, triple-double, fourth this season, the 18th of his career. That was just mean. Cruel and unusual punishment for them putting Giannis down there with Thaddeus Young and thinking that Thaddeus Young was going to be able to stop him seemingly any time down the floor. Giannis was able to make that child's play and finish the game. That's our drive of the game here on 105.7 FM, the fans pick and save pro hoops postgame show. If you are a part of the crowd, leave a five-star forum, 799-1250 if you want to weigh in as well. Twitter and the mentions going crazy right now, talking about Chris Middleton 
as uh, seemingly everybody is ready and excited to hear that Chris Middleton is maybe putting it together a little bit. Ryan said, so all those Middleton haters who wish the Bucks could have had Levine as a swap for him having a rough night tonight, huh? Yeah, well, that's because Chris Middleton was 10 of 13, 3 of 4 from downtown, made his only foul shot on the night, 31 minutes, 24 points, 6 boards, 6 assists, 24, 6, and 6. Take it every time, take it to the bank, and that'll earn interest. With Chris Middleton, he was spectacular tonight, being able to continually take advantage when it's given and, and just be efficient. You're not going to have that many you're not going to have that many plays set up when you're not the MVP and 34 is, right? But as the second best player, you got to be able to make those opportunities that you get whether they're few and far between or you're asked to be the guy that night, you got to be able to cash in and cash was doing the job tonight and the Bucks able to beat the Chicago Bulls at home on MLK Day 111-98 Go through a rundown of the scores later on. We're also going to hear from Mike Budenholzer as well uh, down at Pfizer Format. Velasquez is going to join the program live uh, after he is out of the Bucks locker room and talking to Giannis, Chris Middleton, and the rest of the boys after a game like tonight. And also, I can only imagine we'll hear a little bit from Kyle Korver tonight as he was the leading scorer off the bench with 12. 22 minutes a run for Kyle Korver. Not many nights that he ends up leading the bench in minutes played. Pat Connaughton, a DNP tonight for a coach's decision. Kyle Korver able to come up off the bench, and all he did was knock down everything he put up. Five of five from the floor, two of two from beyond the arc, finished with 12 points, also adding in four boards and a pair of assists, and also one foul that had us all perplexed here in the studio while we were watching the game and doing the Wendy's Big Show here on the fan. The, the guy is just seemingly an ageless wonder, and he's also kicking some minutes away from Sterling Brown and really Pat Connaughton as well. Pat Connaughton, uh, if you've been wondering, yeah, no, he's not on a milk carton. He's still on the sideline in his warm-ups ready to go, uh, just not getting much run at all and no burn. But the Bucks have won 21 of their 23 games at Pfizer Forum and now sit 39-6. and six. They're on pace to win 100 to win 70 games, 70 out of their 82, a feat that's only been done by two NBA franchises. There's the group that says, I don't care, and I respect that. There's a group that says the East that the Eastern Conference is so bad that you should be able to walk in and win it. There's a group that believes that the regular season just doesn't mean anything. There's also a part that, and I tend to be in this group, I still think the regular season is important in the fact of you got to continue to dominate and get that number one overall seed. The number one overall seed is not in question because the next closest is Miami. They're sitting at 30 and 13, eight games back of you already, and we're not even to the all-star break. So while there's plenty of time and with – health being you know thought of as a given we're not going to have to worry about that but being able to come in and continue to flex your muscle every single night I think only breeds confidence into the group only continues to show the rest of the NBA that you are the best team in the league and also being able to dominate at home this team is different at home just like Miami who sits in the two seed this crew is different at home 
Now, the reason why there's such a differential when you talk about the Bucks being 21-2 and two at home and Miami winning 19 of their 20 games at American Airlines Center, the Bucks have also been able to go on the road and get it done at 18-4. and four. Instead, Miami sits there under 500 on the road at 11-12. and 12. I don't even know how that's real. I don't even know how that's possible, to be completely honest with you. Bucks have an over 12-point differential. They are beating teams by an average of over 12 points a night. They are clearly, clearly the best team in the Eastern Conference. All the people that wanted to say Philly, all the people that were saying Boston early in the year, maybe even Toronto, despite the loss of Kawhi, they're clearly the best team in the East. But do you believe that they'll be able to cash in on the talent and the opportunity and put Wisconsin sports fans out of their misery? Is this actually the group that is able to finish the job and make enough plays late, enough plays in a seven-game series that's going to get you to the finals and then ultimately dethrone one of those two L.A. teams, whichever one makes it out of the West. Lakers are on right now playing Boston at TD Garden. You want to talk about another team that's different at home. Boston 16-5 and five at home. Just two games over 500 on the road at 11-9, and nine, and the Bucks were able to see that difference firsthand. You get Boston at home and Boston on the road. That is a different animal, and also they're a different team, especially when Kemba Walker and Jalen Brown are uh, on the floor, both of them ready to go tonight. Marcus Smart up as well. Just 21-19 the count there with about five minutes remaining in the first quarter. You can check that game out on TNT as well. Take a look around the NBA scoreboard coming up next. Also going to hear from Mike Budenholzer, Matt Velasquez. lot to get to here on the Pick and Save Froves postgame show. And some time for you at 799-1250 if you want to join the conversation as well. If you believe that this crew, this team, is going to be the one that puts Wisconsin sports fans out of their misery. Keep it right there. Don't touch that dial. It's 105.7 FM, The Fan. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Yes, you guys mutinying and not threatening not to show up to practice the next day. And then there's Kyle Corbett to put a little wrinkle in the Bulls 13-3 run. Now it's 13-6. That's Jim Paschke and Marcus Johnson on the call. Fox Sports Wisconsin, the audio. Pick and save pro who's postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out here on the fan with us after the Bucks Get another win. They beat the Chicago Bulls tonight. No surprise there. Don't worry about it. Everybody figured that was going to happen. But more importantly, do you believe that when this thing becomes a final, not the game, but the season, that this group right now today is good enough to raise a banner and put Wisconsin sports fans out of our misery? They get to head on out to Paris and have a nice party. The X factor of the season really has been this schedule that they've had here the last month. It's been really front-loaded, and it's also going to be back-loaded as well on the road dates because of the road trip to Paris. So how the NBA schedule had to be constructed here is both teams are going to have to have three days off before, three days off after, and then also be to account for the travel 
the time change difference, then it's still two, three more home games after that, as technically the game in Charlotte is a home game for the Milwaukee Bucks, or at least that's what uh, here on ESPN is citing it as, but a neutral site game, so maybe neither team uh, is costed a home date. But Washington, Denver, Phoenix, and then you're in. You're already into February there with this with this team. You're looking at the trade deadline coming up here in a couple of weeks, and the All Star break is as we eyeball like three weeks away, four weeks away. Thirty nine and six. They're in double digit wins, single digit losses, and at this point, whether you believe the regular season is meaningful or meaningless. Is this the group that you believe is going to be able to deliver a title here to the state of Wisconsin that we've all been waiting for and just yearning for, craving and begging for for the last, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years? Go back all the way to 82 was the last time you had a championship series, a championship game. That team lost in game seven. You want to talk something about heartbreaking? Not having rally fingers in that 82 World Series was was a game changer. And not being able to, to beat the St. Louis Cardinals, and then you had to go and join their division and see them 19 times a year. Then double up and have those La Russa years with the Cardinals being just absolute brewer killers. 2011, you come in here, you think you vanquish them. Were the Brewers like 10 games over the second place team in the Central there? 10 games up on the Cardinals going into September. So that's a wrap. We just swept them out of here for four. We don't have to worry about these guys anymore. We're done with them. And instead, then you had to go and play them in the Eastern or in the NLCS. Like two months later, they get you. Heartbreaking. Then you lose Prince in the season and the organization went into a tailspin. Got themselves back seven years later. And got right on the doorstep again. But like in 18 for the Brewers, that was 18 hours ago for the Packers, folks. I mean, you're talking about 24 hours ago right now. It was 7 o'clock. It was the middle of the second quarter, and people were turning the televisions off last night because that thing was a wrap. It was done. After Rodgers fumbles there, I talked about it all day today, and I was excited to talk Bucks basketball here and get rid of it. Get, get it out of the mind, but that was a wrap. And you were able to calm the emotions down enough that, hey, man, it happened. We got outplayed. Right, game game seven of that NLCS, you knew they weren't going to win that game. After Puig hits the two-run shot, make it 5-1 in the sixth, yeah, Chris Taylor's catch was nice in left field and sealed the deal in the seventh. He had a couple guys on, but you knew you weren't winning that game. You had to go up against Jansen and Kershaw last year. That is the one that sticks in you. Up 2-0, going to double overtime in game three. You win that game, you probably win in five. You lose that game, and we're coming back. The next day, we're talking about it on the, on the big show, saying, guys, this is totally different. They can they still firmly believe it. It took them... Double overtime to get you at their place. That game's here. Win that game. But instead, it turned out that 
you were maybe the better team in one of those six games. So in hindsight, it was easier to digest. He got outplayed. I don't see anybody in the Eastern Conference outplaying this Bucks team. They're an absolute freight train, folks. They have a guy that cannot be stopped one-on-one, mano-a-mano. Teams continue to build their game plan around, and when one game plan works, a lot of times you see the same stuff run against Giannis the next night because sports is a copycat league. It is a copycat business. When you see somebody that you think has a life hack and has got it all figured out, Go and do exactly what they did. See if we can stop it that way. Nobody was able to. Now, you're seeing this crew continue to add dimensions, continue to see growth from not only the number one player, who's only 25 years old, by the way, but the auxiliary pieces that you knew going into the year were going to have to shine for you to be able to get the ultimate prize. You knew that Chris Middleton was going to have to give you more than he got last year. Folks, despite what the point total not being 24 a game, you need somebody that's going to be able to get you 25 a night. It's getting you almost 20 and doing it more efficiently than pretty much anybody else at his position. Knocking down threes, same better percentage-wise than he has his entire career. Same at the foul line. Now, the foul line, that's where Giannis has been able to hurt you a little bit. And tonight was no different. Three of nine from the stripe. But the whole team shot 43.5% from the free throw line. Still won the game by 13. They are a threat to anybody that's going to suit up. And anybody that plays against this Bucks team knows we're not only going to give them our best shot, but we need to. Otherwise, this thing could get ugly quick. That's the part of the hunter versus the hunted side of sports that I've always been intrigued with. You know when a team wins a title that everybody, the, the cliche that you hear everybody say is, well, they get everybody's best shot this year. It's not that teams get up necessarily just to play the best team in the league it's because those guys on the other side getting paid to realize that if we don't bring and give everything we got in this one this could get ugly quick nobody wants that they're doing this at a just ridiculously historic rate point differential wise winning games streaks Consecutive wins, consecutive games with now 69 consecutive games of 100 points scored. It's the best basketball's ever seen. And they're still doing this by getting everybody's best shot every single night. That's not going to change in the playoffs. But do you see something changing prohibiting this group from winning a title, from getting there and finishing the job in the championship, finishing the job against the Lakers, against the Clippers. Heck, if it's the Jazz, I don't care who gets there. Just win. 
I'm usually not the guy that comes out here and does all the conversation on this station of poor us. We always get we always get beat. So sad. I just don't know if my heart can take it anymore. I'd laugh at that idea. But you can't laugh at the results. Wisconsin sports teams have not been able to get over this hump, have not been able to break this hurdle. Can this be the crew that finally, finally does it? It's Big and Safe Probes postgame show here on 105.7 FM, The Fan, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North inside the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin Studios. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. Friend Jamie on Twitter just uh, pointed out Friday's game is a home game for the Charlotte Hornets. So that is helpful, and that is good. Bucks will not lose one of their home dates, and they will still play a whole 41. I don't exactly know how, in my mind, I thought that they were going to be able to make it a non-home game for either team. Sometimes I wonder how my brain works, and then there's other times where I realize that sometimes it just doesn't. And uh, that was one of those moments. That was one of those moments. Brain just didn't work. But an eye on the enemy coming up against the Charlotte Hornets. This is always fun. Always fun to revisit what happened the last time Eric Bledsoe and Terry Rozier were able to go head-to-head, mano-a-mano, and uh, have a little bit of war of words. And neither of them were uh, big fans of each other. Terry Rozier just basically swap spots with Kemba Walker and they basically just just traded blows. And I mean, whenever these two guys are going to go up against each other, Bleacher Report and Twitter and any, the internet's undefeated folks. Internet's amazing. And they're going to find some of the best content, the best videos that you'll be able to find of these two despising each other. The classic, I don't know who that is. The who is Bledsoe chance that started in TD Garden. Walking in in a Drew Bledsoe jersey. Whenever you get Scary Terry Rozier against our guy Eric Bledsoe, you just never know. Whether they're in Boston, whether it's North Carolina, Pfizer Forum, the moon, or right in the shadows of the Eiffel Tower. They're going to have some fun. Terry Rozier averaging over 18 a game and averaging almost 35 minutes a night. But Devontae Graham has been the leading scorer for Charlotte all year long, averaging just a shade under 19 a night. They're 15 and 30. But P.J. Washington, one of my favorite young players to be able to watch as he started all 39 games that he suited up for. Kentucky product from a year ago, uh, averaging about 12 and a half points a game, close to five and a half boards a game. He's a difference maker, and I think he plays the game the right way. Just smart basketball player that's going to be intense. Same with Miles Bridges. You want to watch a guy that plays with just an immense amount of hustle and heart. That is a guy to uh, continue to watch. Malik Monk is a very interesting case when 
this guy was coming out of the draft, the 11th pick overall in 2017, not a long time ago when Monk was expected to be one of the more dynamic shooters coming out of that draft. He's averaging just over eight points a night and and not shooting the ball from deep like anybody thought he was going to be able to do. I mean, he's shooting under 30% from the floor, uh, from downtown rather, and Malik Monk will come off the bench a little bit. You'll get a little bit of run from him. And also, if you have heard this name before, uh, don't pinch yourself. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Yes, Michael Kidd Gilchrist is also still in the NBA, uh, just wasting away on that bench. The number two overall pick just back in 2012, averaging four points a game, just under three boards, and .8 assists on a night. Nicholas Batum also still uh, collecting a paycheck with the Charlotte Hornets. He has only suited up in four games uh the last out of the last 10 he's only been in for four he's only played in 20 games here of the 44 that charlotte has suited up in charlotte on the floor tonight we'll take a look at the scoreboard here coming up next also going to hear from matt velasquez mike budenholzer and the mvp a lot more to get to this is the big and safe pro post game show do not touch that dial don't go anywhere it's bill schmidt talking bucks basketball with you on 105.7 fm the fan this guy's on the inside after every game. Listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. 12.50 a.m. and 105.7 FM, The Fan is where you listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show here after each and every Bucks game, after each and every Bucks win, which just seemed to continue to stack up one after another, after another, after another, after another, after another. Did I get seven in there? Seven in a row the Bucks have after a 111-98 victory over the Chicago Bulls down to Pfizer Forum. You hear this guy and you read his stuff at the Journal Sentinel, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, at Matt underscore Velasquez. And right here on this postgame show after each and every game, Matt, uh, this Bucks bulls game, I'm honestly glad that the four-game season series is over because these games have been... Far from a work of art, let's just say it that way. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, a pretty fair way to say it. I think another way to say it is ugly and just like a mess. I, I, think, I think those things are also good. Um, you know, the Bucks, uh, Giannis and Middleton, they both admitted after the game that, you know, with Parrots coming up, you know, they're leaving right from the arena. They're going to the airport uh, to, to go on their trip. Um, you know, they have their families. They have to have the pack today. They got all these distractions. And they came out and they played like it. They know it. Uh, they had 15 turnovers in the first half. We're up by one at halftime still, despite the 15 turnovers. And then they were like, oh, yeah, like let's let's probably like, play like good basketball again. And just like that, they went by 13. So, um, you know, that, that's been something that's happened a couple times uh, against the Bulls. They happened the most recent time they played against them. They hoarded in the first half. And second half, we're, we're good enough to win, uh, per, you know, kind of going away. And so, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. I've been pretty fascinated, Matt, with how this Paris trip has, has manipulated the schedule. Do you get a sense from everybody that they're just glad it's over with and now they can – I mean, they're still going to have to deal with some of the scheduling conflicts later after the trip, but it, does it feel like there's just a breath of fresh air that 
finally it's here and we can be done with it after after Friday? You know, I, I think they're ready to to go there and to enjoy the trip and to also have, you know, they have three days off, you know, and, you know at least three days between games. You know, they have Tuesday, sure. Wednesday, Thursday, then the game. Then after the game, they come back home on, on Saturday and they have Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They have three three days again. Um, so um, this this kind of gives them a nice little breather, uh, a chance to, you know, explore a city that some of them have been to before, some of them haven't been to before, um, kind of see how how things work over there, enjoy the, the culture and the food and whatever. Giannis said he's going to go with Brooke to uh, Euro Disney or whatever. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. So, so that's, a, that's a good time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with, with just this much time, especially with, like, you know, pretty this close to the All-Star break, I feel like it's going to feel like a, a second All-Star break. Yeah. Like, like where you, you just get a whole bunch of time. Where, like, yes, it's still in season. Yes, you're still going to be getting work in. Um, but just to, to not have the rigors uh, of, of playing a game, just one game in, in the span of a week, uh, I think they're all kind of looking forward to that. Now, Matt, did the uh, is the Journal Sentinel budget helping uh, get you off to the off to the European? Oh, there? There. oh there we go. Now we're oh, talking. So, yeah, I uh, I fly out tomorrow. Uh, I have to do like a layover in Dublin or whatever, but I'll be there as of. Yeah, you know, I like that. There you go. Um, That's what you get we'll, after that. But I'll I'll be there as of Wednesday morning Paris time, um, so I can you know kind of hit the ground running, see what I can see. Uh, gonna try and get to get together with some Bucks fans and see what what their lives are like, uh, following from over there. And um, I think the Bucks will have a practice on Thursday, and I'll be, I'll be for the, there for the game. So yeah, it's uh, it's something I'm looking forward to for sure. Now, have you ever have you been to Europe? Have you been to France? What's the world travel like for what what, what spots have you punched into the passport? Okay, so. Um, I went to France. It was my first trip uh, after getting my passport. I went on a high school trip. Um, you know, we went to Nice, Grenoble, Avignon, and, and Paris. And obviously, it's a high school trip, so we couldn't couldn't enjoy it in the same way as I'll enjoy it now. Right. Um, I like how I you also, I like how you phrased that. That was smart. Well done. Yeah, yeah. And then I uh, during college went to Trinidad uh, during my my one semester that I played rugby. Okay. Uh, the, t- the team went down to Trinidad, so I was like, hey, like I'll come. I'm there. Uh, and play some poor, poor rugby. Uh, I, I wasn't good at all, but I, I had fun. you a fun. flanker? What, uh, what, what, what spot did you play? I, I messed around with the I, little 11s in my day. I, I was a flanker. That, that you, you, you called that perfectly. Uh, I'm, I see I that athleticism you got. You always joke around with that, with being not being as fleet of foot, man. I, I see it in you. Well, well, I was too slow to be uh, one of the backs, uh, and I was not big enough to be any of the, the front line guys. Uh, I did a little second row on the like the seaside, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But you know, it, it was fine. Uh, so I did Trinidad, and then after college, t- took a trip to uh, the World Cup in South Africa. Um, that was fun. And on on the way, my buddies and I had like a 14-hour layover in Madrid, so we left the airport and hung out in Madrid for the day. Um, you know, and I've been to Italy too. Went there. Uh, okay. Six years ago. Sure. Seven, nine. Actually, it was like nine years ago. Oh my. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've been around a little bit, but uh, this is. Uh, Obviously, a trip I've been looking forward to. I was able to convince the Journal Sentinel to send me, um, which I, I was appreciative of. And so I'll be able to kind of keep you guys updated uh, from, you know, from on the ground there in Paris. Oh, that is awesome. Matt Velasquez, Matt underscore Velasquez, where you want to follow him uh, and his trip to Paris. He joins us here after each and every Bucks game on the fan. There's, there's a group of it, Matt, that it's just got to be an incredible experience because 
I understand that these guys playing at this level, they can go overseas whenever you want, right? But you talked about it as part of a college rugby trip. I got my first opportunity and my only chance to go abroad because of a, a football trip in college. And like that trip, you know, you I would have never taken a trip to Italy, whether it be because of that. And, and if it wasn't for that opportunity, I probably would have never left the country. Like this is a cool chance to also be able to go fit in a basketball game. But from the league perspective, you talked about meeting up with some Bucks fans. This has to be an initiative that David Stearns, rest his soul, has to just be so amazed and proud of the growth of this game globally. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he, he was the one who kind of kicked that off, and he had the vision, and now his protege, Adam Silver, you know, he's the commissioner of the league, and under his, uh, his watch, uh, the NBA is obviously trying to keep the game expanding, keep it global. You know, this is the first time they'll play a regular season game in France. There have been preseason games there before, or exhibitions, um, but, but nothing like this. And so this is obviously a really neat experience. Um, you know, the NBA is big. Uh, all over the world, as we know, it's you know not like the NFL, where the NFL is huge here and people don't really watch it other places. Kind of like you know some other sp- like rugby, as we talked yeah, about. For sure, you know, it, it's big in other countries, but not here. Um, but the, you know, the NBA like it travels. Like people, people know about it. People follow it. There's a you know a, a strong following outside the country. And so it'll be interesting to hear uh, what the commissioner has to say. Say he'll be in Paris too, so and he'll be addressing the media before that game on Friday. So we'll it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say about the. You know about Paris. I know, like when he went to uh, for the game in Mexico, he announced things happening in Mexico um, with the G League team that's playing there and all that. So I, I, I'd be interested to see if there's any future developments in in France or or in Europe in general, uh, because you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. When you look at the the development of the game, and and obviously certain players have done a ton for it. I, I think of Yao Ming. I think he completely changed the narrative, and now Giannis is becoming another one of those global superstars that only enhances the product and also the relatability, I think, with, with fans across the pond. Oh, for sure. You know, I, we were talking to him after the game, and I asked him what he remembered uh, from the trip the Bucks took to London uh, a few years back. He was on that team that went there. He, you know, he recalled all the fans and how many of them there were and just, you know, enjoying all of that. And at that point, he wasn't Giannis as he is now. Like, he had some people coming from, from Greece and – you know, it wasn't like a huge follow. It was like, you know, his friends. Like, people were coming through uh, like that. And, and he still was, like, you know, kind of awed and, and taken aback by what he saw then. So I can only imagine, you know, what Giannis, you know, MVP Giannis, you know, potentially on his way to being two-time MVP Giannis, is going to do in terms of, um, you know, star power when, when he is in Paris, that close to his home in Greece. Um, I, I think it'll be really interesting. You know, the NBA... You know, when they put together this game, I don't know that they knew. I mean, I, I guess they didn't know because they set it up like over a year in advance. Uh, they didn't know that Giannis was going to be, you know, the MVP this past year and that he was going to be one of the players or maybe just the player showcased in this uh, in this France game. Um, and I'm sure they have to be loving it to have, you know, one of their biggest international stars, if not the biggest. Obviously, Luka Doncic, you know, is giving him a run for his money right now. But having, you know, arguably their biggest international star right now currently in the league uh, put on such a stage, you know, on his home continent. Perfect. Now you just said it, Luca Giannis. How long until we see that uh, matchup across the pond? <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. They, they they should do some kind of home and home series, um, you know, between their two countries. Uh, preseason, regular season. I don't care. Like, sign me up. I mean, let's do it.
Matt, just figure out a way to tail in with that Brooke Lopez and Giannis trip to uh, Disney Euro. And, and my man Steve Sparky Pfeiffer would think that you were the luckiest guy in the world. Uh, being able yeah, to go I'll, on I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just hide uh, either behind Brooke and Giannis because they're so big, or I'll like put on like a crazy wig and pretend I'm Robin. Um, right you know, there. Get some still get some stilts. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, you know, with, with a sideshow bob wig and just pretend to be Robin like that. That could work. Um, you know, uh, if people here who are listening don't know, Robin won't be going on the trip. Uh, he's missed the past two games due to illness. Yep. So the Bucks made the decision that he's not going. So I, I, I could be standing Robin at Euro Disney. That's fine. That would work. You can just use his little magic band or whatever the thing is. I, I had to go to Disney, so I learned all the, the tricks of the trade. Uh, uh, I have kids. I know. Man, I know. Yeah, I, like, I didn't, you, you have to apologize. I didn't realize the, the process. It was like going through an air. You have to do more getting into the park than you do to get on an airplane. I don't know what that tells about our society nowadays. But either way, man, be safe. Enjoy it. We appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the sights on Friday. We do not get to uh, do a show on Friday, so I will talk to you when you rejoin us on the homeland here in America uh, next week on Tuesday, all right? Sounds great. We'll chop it up then. Appreciate it, dude. Thanks, man. That's Matt Velasquez joining us here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show live from Pfizer Forum. Hops out of the locker room and joins us right here on the fan. Go read his stuff right now and all year long. You want the most detailed breakdown. The guy's going to Europe, for goodness sakes going to France to cover the team. He's got it on lock, and he knows exactly all the stories that you want to hear as a Bucks fan. It's all online at Matt underscore Velasquez right here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North as well. Take a quick time out. Look at the out-of-town scoreboard as Jason Tatum filling it up against the Lakers. Get a score check on that one as well as the other actions involved with a full slate on MLK Day. Bucks beat the Bulls 111.98. A lot more right here on The Fan. Did that really just happen? It's time for the are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Bucks fans, I appreciate you coming and hanging out with us on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. I really do. Because if it wasn't for you guys, there's no way that we would be on the air. There's no way that people would allow me, a kid that grew up in the city of Milwaukee, was a ball kid for the team when I was in high school. There's no way somebody else, there would be a chance that I'd be able to come on here after each game and just talk about the team with you and break down the different strategies, the different opportunities that the team has to, you know, whether it be a trade acquisition or going to Paris. And I'm talking to Matt Velasquez before they make the trip over there like that. Those moments and those opportunities being uh, given to me have been really, really special. And I appreciate everybody being a part of it. I really appreciate Sidney Moncrief being a part of it as well. Sid will be on with us on Friday. Like I mentioned to Matt Velasquez, if you just missed it on the other side, radio.com app allows you to rewind live radio right now. And you can go and check that out. Time stamped at about 7.17 if you want to go and start the uh, full conversation we had with Matt Velasquez over. But Sidney Moncrief will be on with us on the Wendy's Big Show Friday after the Bucks and Hornets game in Paris. So we will talk with Sidney Moncrief right around 4.30 is when I'm guessing that game is going to end up going final, and then we'll have a conversation 
with the Pro Basketball Hall of Famer then, and everybody will be able to get in on it. Gary Leroy, C. Sparky Pfeiffer as well. But the opportunity to be here on this type of season for the Bucks has just been a dream, and and I appreciate everybody giving me the opportunity and Entercom and Mitch Rosen giving me the platform to be able to come on out here and talk Bucks basketball with you on a day where, in a year, right, where Wisconsin sports have kind of taken a beating. I mean, it has been it has been some excruciating losses here in the last few years. And while last night is still just so fresh in my mind, and I mean, I'm still wearing the green and gold. I got my Packers sweatshirt on here. Crew neck. I called it a nutty the other night, but I mean, this this is just a true crew neck because it doesn't have the pouch like my other one has. You can see her here nor there. It's Radio Billy. They can't hear you, see you at all. But you're in a year and in a position where titles just become at some point you're not going to get these opportunities all the time sooner or later the well is going to dry up and chances to be one of the best teams in the league whether it be baseball football basketball those tend to run out I mean, the packers have been ballers and pretty much the kings of the nfc or at least up there right they're at the royal table of the nfc for the last three decades the milwaukee brewers right now they're at the head table of pro baseball but they're one of those that everybody's kind of giving the side eye to like look at this guy (laughs) right how did he get in here the guy that shows up not wearing a suit to the business formal dinner comes in maybe like a suede sport coat with like a polo shirt on underneath, and everyone's like, who invited this dude? That's kind of where the brewers get the look of, right? Then the Bucks walking up to the table, the head table. Everybody's looking at the Bucks, and everybody wants to test them because they're the new one. They're the new guy on the block that everybody's been hearing about how bad they are. Everybody's hearing about how strong they are, how deep, battle-tested, ready to win they are. So everybody wants to test them. They're the new kid that everybody talked about how big, bad, and tough he is at his old school. So your bully wants to go up and say, hey, man, what's up? Heard you're the, uh, heard you're the new kid. Right, And you start to get those side eyes, those looks that bring a lot of times the best out of you, the best out of your talent. The Bucs have been tested night in and night out this year, and they are 39-6. and They're on pace to be one of the three teams only, become the third team in the history of this game since the merger to go. 70 wins in a season. 70 wins in an 82-game season. Only on pace to lose 12 times. Had a caller earlier in the show, though, and rightfully so, say, listen, Billy, that doesn't matter if you don't win the ship. If you don't get to the title game, what are we doing here? If you're not in the NBA Finals, the whole season is a failure. For one of the few times 
in my lifetime, in my time doing this show and being with this microphone in front of me and talking to everybody on 105.7 FM, 1250 AM, and com. in all of my time, I've never liked that mantra. I've never liked the Super Bowl or bust, World Series or bust. Because, guys, it's hard to win. It is so unconceivably hard to win a championship in this league. To win a professional sports title, you need everything to go right. And you also have to be damn good. This Bucks team last year had a lot go right, and they were pretty, really good. I think they're better. Now it depends on does everything fall right for you and you're able to take advantage of the breaks that come along the way. Are you able to capitalize on your health? Are you able to capitalize on maybe some opponent misfortune? Are you able to capitalize on a 2-0 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals? Are you able to capitalize and finish the job, get there and win it? Because I think you get there, man, next year, and we got to go that route again, next year, Everybody is coming for you, and you're not going to surprise anybody. Bucks aren't surprising many teams right now. They're getting everybody's best shot every time they touch the floor. You don't think Charlotte's amped up to play the NBA's best team in, in Paris? They lost a home game for this. So not only do they want to ball out against the best team, all those guys that are looking for another payday, their first payday maybe, saying, I can do it against Bledsoe, I can do it against Middleton, I can do it against Giannis. All that does is put it on tape. You're able to make a lot of money in this league. These games matter. And the Bucs are going through these games like their preseason tilts. There are nights when it looks like they are playing JV squads. Tonight, the Chicago Bulls are always going to muddy this game against the Bucs. And they did a really good job of that tonight. It was ugly. Matt Velasquez just called it ugly. I like to say maybe a little less beautiful than we'd like to say. I don't like the U-G-L-Y world because, you know, you ain't got no alibi. But this crew here tonight that you're watching at Viser Forum every night out is doing something remarkable. But do you believe that they finally put all these Wisconsin sports fans out of our misery? And finish the job. Mike Budenholzer, that's the only thing he's been focused on all year long. After the Bucks win by 13, I can't imagine that it's anything different. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. Mike Budenholzer, after his team, beats the Chicago Bulls four out of four times. They're done with those baby Bulls from the south side. Mike Budenholzer's up on 105.7 FM, the fan. Uh, you know, I think the second half, the focus kind of in the third quarter, although we weren't able probably to sustain it for that whole third quarter, but I liked the way the guys came out and played and kind of established, you know, better who we are. Um, the ball movement, I think 34 assists, although, you know, peppered with 25 uh, turnovers, I think, 23, 24. So, um, you know, Chicago makes it hard on you. They're, they're aggressive. They're 
force a lot of turnovers. They're active defensively. You got to move the ball against them. You got to be able to make some shots, be able to drive it after you've moved it. So, um, you know, defensively, Levine puts a lot of pressure on you. But, you know, I think overall the defense was pretty good. Coach, in the fourth quarter, you challenged a foul call on Kyle, and then seconds later, he hits a three, Brooke gets a block, and the rest is history in terms of the game. What do you think that moment did, not just in terms of the call, but for your team's energy to get you through the rest of the game? Mm, I, you know, I think it's more about the shot, the block, those kinds of things. I do think, you know, it's helpful. You know, sometimes we all, we're human, we get frustrated, you know, if things are, we feel like, you know, not in our favor or missed, and so, you know, to have the challenge, be able to use it, have it um, come come out on a positive, I'm sure it has a, a good good effect on the group, and, um, you know, it was great to go out and execute, you know, two or three plays following it. Coach, uh, 10,000 points for Giannis uh, today. Just what was it like for you as a coach to see, you know, your players reach milestones like that? Yeah, I mean, I had no idea he's special. He's just, you know, and so young and so gifted, and does so many different things on the court, you know, triple-double tonight with, um, you know, it's just like, like I said, they, they do a lot of things aggressive defensively. you got to trust the pass. you got to make some shots. And, you know, so he's phenomenal to get to 10,000. Um, and, you know, but I love the way he plays with his teammates and shares it and takes what the game gives him. Uh, but you guys are now 8-0 and you have 19 or more turnovers. It's kind of a weird incongruous thing obviously you don't want to have that many but is there anything that can help explain why you guys have been able to still win just, you know in those types of situations like today no I mean I, I, I historically you know if you're a team that wants to emphasize ball movement that wants to emphasize you know playing with the pass and hitting guys when they're open and playing unselfishly I do think you tend to have a little more turnovers than you'd probably like. Um, but I don't understand how we can win, you know, when you got 19-plus and all that other stuff. Obviously, it's been a couple of games here with Giannis and a bunch of turnovers. A bunch, Some of them come on charges. We know that. But just what have you seen from him lately taking care of the balls? Eight for him tonight. Three of them on charges, but five other ones. Yeah, I mean, I guess you laced in the, the, the charges or, you know, seems like he's he's had a bunch here recently. But... You know, I think there's just, uh, you know, when he's in attack mode right now, there, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of hands, a lot of activity. Um, you know, I'm sure we'd like for him to get to the free throw line more, but he's also, I think, got to read it. And, um, you know, I do believe he trusts the pass and trusts the teammates, but, you know, maybe um, he's got to pass earlier, be more willing to give it up, let it move, come back to him. Um, you know, that's just what comes to the top of my head. Just continuing with Giannis, there was three or four possessions in a row in, in the fourth quarter where he got in the post. He had a couple of fadeaway jump shots or turnarounds and then uh, had, the, had the pass to DiVincenzo as well. It looks like he's looking for that more and more and more as the season goes on. What does that do for him and the offense if he can get those post touches and give different looks rather than you know, the usual force he, he, he brings? Yeah, no, I think just you know between he and Chris and Brooke, um, I think we've tried to be a little more diversified, a little more, um, you know, with some post-ups sprinkled into our offense. And I think Giannis is getting more and more comfortable. I think all three of those guys are. And I think it's been good for us offensively. This is the game between you and Paris. What has you most excited about that experience with the team, what it may do, and just France? 
Yeah, no, it was great to get this win. You know, I think, um, you know, we can go over there in a good mindset. And, you know, I think the whole group, including myself, are excited about, you know, experiencing Paris and, um, you know, a little bit of French culture and just the people and the excitement for the NBA game and, you know, our team. Um, you know, I think there's a, a really healthy outlook on, you know, spending whatever it is, three or four days together as a team. Um, you know, all those bonding opportunities, you know, whether it be meals or walking the streets and seeing different things. Um, I think the group is excited about our trip to Paris. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Mike Budenholzer are right there talking about the team's trip to Paris. Patty, that's how I like to say it. I never took French in high school, if anybody was wondering. Six years of Spanish, though, Espanol was what I studied uh, when that was, you know, you had to have a foreign language credit. You had to be able to get into college with foreign language. So I chose Spanish, but a lot of my friends had French. Uh, Madame Weiss was our uh, French teacher in high school, and Senora Leon was our Spanish teacher. Senora Leon was not happy that I chose Spanish instead of French. I mean, I think every other day. And then our baseball coach became the Spanish teacher. And, I mean, he openly told me, he's like, dude, Billy, you really couldn't have thought to do French? Or anything else, sign language, just get out of my class. Defensive play of the game tonight, brought to you by Brooke Lopez and the block party that he has every Six, night. The Bucks are on a 9-2 to run, and Lopez keeps it going with a block shot. He got Hutchison. This guy just loves rejecting people. He just loves it. He eats it up. Brooke Lopez eating up block shots uh, like it's his job because it is. Two and a half blocks, over two and a half blocks now a game. This guy has trailing just the Portland Trailblazers, Hassan Whiteside, who's almost at three block shots a night, and Anthony Davis trailing him by just two hundredths of a block per game, 2.57 to 2.55 for Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez, very excited for the Europe trip, as Matt Blaskas told us, because he is taking his boy, Giannis Atetokounmpo, to Disney Euro. I don't know if that is exactly what I would be doing on my free time in Paris, but hey, to each his own. He's very excited. Giannis is very excited, and we're going to hear from him next here on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. Don't touch that dial. It's the fan. What did Milwaukee's MVP do today? Could he be a back-to-back MVP? It's time for the MVP Minute. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Yeah, we're driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Go check them out, MercedesOfMilwaukeeNorth.com right now today. Got certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz vehicles. They are, they've never been easier to have in your possession, to be able to drive away in. You have the chance to have a Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. I'm telling you, Austin Dell over there, he's going to hook you up and help you, allow you really to drive away in the car that you've always dreamed of at Mercedes of Milwaukee North. 
Giannis.com. Giannis Atetacumbo tonight. Those 28 points, 14 boards, adds in 10 dimes. His fourth triple-double on the year. But after the game, talked about just how incredible it is. The real accomplishment, 10,000 points on the career of 34. I got a long way to go, but uh, glory be to God. Being in this position, uh, I can never imagine myself, you know, coming in the NBA now. I have 10,000 career points, and I get to 20,000. I get to 30,000. It's up to me, but extremely blessed. I'm extremely proud of what I've accomplished. I'm so happy for the people that have helped me, my teammates have helped me, people that came in my career and uh, helped me to get to this point. Uh, job's not done, though. Job's not done. You know, you get to take a moment and reflect you know, where you came from and what you've accomplished, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, what's next? You know, because we got we got a long way to go, and um, i got to keep moving forward. That guy's amazing. This dude is just amazing, guys. Not many people... Uh, are that grounded in that understanding in that kind of moment. 10,000 career points for Giannis. And he understands that he's changing and also developing, but part of his games, sometimes maybe you just got to slow down a little bit. I'm kind of happy because I think, uh, you know, obviously you're going to have games that you turn the ball over, but I think uh, I've done a great job just maturing. You know, in previous years or um, in the beginning of the season, you know, when I turn the ball over, I started hesitating. But that doesn't happen, so I'm kind of happy about that. And um, obviously, I got to do a better job taking care of the ball and uh, communicating better with my, you know, with my teammate and find the right time even to pass in the ball. Uh, but um, you know, having turnovers doesn't slow me down. I'm going to keep being aggressive. And there's going to be days that I'm going to have ten turnovers. I hope it never come, but it might come. There's going to be days that uh, my goal and have zero turnovers. But I got to keep staying aggressive. That is Brett Favre-esque. There's, hey, guys, there's going to be days that I turn the ball over more than this, man. Eight turnovers tonight. Giannis was two away from a quadruple double, something that uh, you don't see very much of. But Giannis going back to Europe. He gets to go to France. How excited can he be to go overseas again? I don't know if I'm going to do much. Probably just yeah. looking forward to uh, seeing how many people are going to show up, come to the game, um, seeing you know my friends that are going to fly from Greece, uh, going to Disney with uh, Brooke, Disneyland with Brooke. Um, and just, you know, going through the coach. I've been in Paris one time for like two days, but uh, I'll be there a little bit longer. So I just want to explore and uh, find out about the coach. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Well, the only injury to note is actually not an injury, it's an illness. Robin Lopez will not travel with the team to France due to his illness, but uh, they will have a chance to get him healthy and get him ready to go as they head on overseas coming up right now as they're on their way there right now. And you guys should be on your way to the brand new Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin experience center and making window replacement, a part of your 2020 vision. And as little as one day guys make your home so much more energy efficient than it's ever been before. They service manufacture, measure and install all their windows and back them with better than bank financing and a limited lifetime warranty, nine different styles to choose from guys, vinyl, fiberglass, wood, innovations that'll blow your mind already won themselves the 2019 most innovative window award of the year Replace now your choice is either 10 per 10 year 2.99 percent apr financing or no interest financing for 18 months on approved credit stop in today or schedule your free in-home consultation at pella wi 
Pickandsave.com. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. This has been the Pick and Save Probes post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Bucks win 111 98. Keep it right here, live at 5 tomorrow morning. It's the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.